Blog Talk Radio. life's problems that may break or tear our hearts apart. On Reconnect My Heart, we'll discuss God's answers to life's problems to reconnect our hearts back to the way he originally made us. I'm your host, Brother Prater. I'm so glad y'all are able to join us. If you have any questions, comments, or you just want to listen to the show, feel free to call me at 516-453-9118. That's 516-453-9118. Or you can listen online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash reconnect my heart. Or you can go to reconnect my heart. Or you can go to uh, reconnect my heart podcast.com where you see the video version of reconnect my heart. Also, for those who are on social media, you can go on my Facebook page, Brother Prater. Brother Prater. Uh, I want to say each and every one of y'all, first of all, happy Father's Day, happy Father's Day, as well as happy Juneteenth for those who are in the South. Now, before we get started on the program, I want to thank each and every one 
for y'all Boston Press, for those who may not have known, um, if y'all watched me last week, if y'all were with me last week, um, you know, I was popping up halls <laughs> and everything, um, really just thinking I was having a sinus situation because I did not clean my sinus last week, and I repented for it last week. Well, earlier this week, in fact, it was Tuesday, if I'm not mistaken, um, I ended up taking a COVID test. I ended up taking two of them and come to find out I tested positive. And so one of the reasons why I am kind of late starting on was um, I wanted to make sure that I did get my exercise. I did do some walking. I mean, incorporating some walking uh, in my healing. So I wanted to make sure I do some walking, and then I went on and, you know, give me, got me a nice shower. We just cleanse myself. So instead of rushing, I really want to just take my time for me to be able to just be ready, be ready, not just physically, but mentally and uh, most importantly, spiritually. So with that being said, um, thank you all so much for y'all thoughts and prayers. I'm not going to overdo it. I feel good. Uh, I do know I have some limitations, but I'm, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, getting my rest and also taking my vitamins and incorporating some breathing techniques, holding my breath and just making sure that I continue to expand my lungs. So for those who may know someone that is dealing with it, just understand the most important muscle that you will have to exercise is your lungs. Don't lie on your back when you're laying down because that virus likes to attack your lungs. So I want you to just continue to exercise some lungs, take some deep breaths, you know, and um, yeah, I just wanted to just share that with y'all. So thank y'all so much for y'all thoughts and prayers. And I am staying away from everybody, but you know, this is my little cubicle. So I'm safe here. So with that being said, uh, once again, uh, happy uh, Juneteenth and happy Father's Day to everyone. Um, I did not want to miss this particular day. I've been really looking forward to this day. And actually, you know, it's, it's, it's two holidays into one. You know, it's Juneteenth so important for us to um, to know that, you know, we're free. And not just free as far as what we dealt with or what our ancestors dealt with, but that same freedom that was extended to them, God wants us to have it for ourselves here in 2022. You know, this time, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, financially, all these things. So uh, with that, this is um, a great time for us to really just dive in. Just, I just want to give a special acknowledgement to the fathers, you know, a lot of times, and just be honest, when it comes down to Mother's Day, I said this. I said this some time ago. When it comes down to Mother's Day, churches are packed, but when it comes down to Father's Day, the jails are packed. You know, but not all fathers are locked up. Not all fathers are hanging out in the streets, being absentee. There are some great men that are out there. You know, not true enough. There are some knuckleheads that are out there. There's some knucklehead guys, but also there's some knucklehead females. So with that, we're not going to, you know, even just focus on them because to be honest with you, 
you know, they already got the acknowledgement, but I want to acknowledge the good men that are there, the males. And true enough, I know there are some single mothers who have had to um, take care of their children by themselves. You know, you know, um, the mothers had to toil, and if you want to see, mama has to do what she had to do. You know, those kind of things. You know, we we know that those are kind of those are kind of mothers that are out there. But I want to acknowledge. I want to make sure to acknowledge that that's Mother's Day. I want to talk to the men, the males, and really let you know that we appreciate you. You may not get the acknowledgement that you deserve. You may not get the acknowledgement that you desire. But I want to let you know that you're so important. Fathers are so important. We have a heavenly father. Earthly father is a representation of our heavenly father. Let me say this. Let me say this. If you think about our earthly father, we look up to them. They provide for us. They protect us. They give us insight. They end up sometimes even discipline us, but it's for our own good. The same thing that our Heavenly Father would do. And if you really look at it, I don't care what's going on in the world. If Daddy is at the house, if Dad is in the house or if Dad is in your life, there is a peace that comes because, you know, no matter what comes, daddy going to take care of it. And that's how, and to be honest with you, that's a beautiful thing. That's how God orchestrated it. But God wants us as men to be in our rightful place because there's so much of a responsibility that we have. There's a responsibility that the kids, our families, our families are looking up to us to be able to fulfill. You know, one of the things I always tell people, fathers are the first line of defense that God has for us to be able to guard and protect our family. Also, God wants us to make sure that we're listening to him because he may give us a message. He may give a message from him for us to give to the family or it may be a warning it may be it may be anything remember that there's if you want to say there's a place that god wants the men to be at for us to make sure that we turn this world right side up in order for us to get the church right we have to first get the homes right now i do know that there are some incidents where there are some fathers that are not in the same home as the children's mother or towards the children. And, you know, there are a variety of reasons, and we're not even trying to pinpoint reasons. The thing is, it doesn't matter because ultimately it ain't about us. It's about the children. And so we have a responsibility. The mothers have responsibilities, but the men have responsibilities. One of the things I always tell men that – we need to live a life for our sons to say that they want to be like daddy and for our daughters to say that they want to marry a man just like daddy. You understand? So we as fathers, as men, we teach our boys how to become men 
but we also teach our daughters what kind of men they need in their life. So with that being said, what type of examples are we giving to our children? Are we showing them what kind of men that they need or what kind of men they need to be? Or are we teaching them what kind of men to stay away from? What kind of men not to be like? And so with that, there are men that are out there that are doing their roles. Matter of fact, as we as we on the air, I, I wanted to do something kind of different. Um, as I'm as I'm on the air, I'm gonna try to do something. Um, I won't make this public un, to, until the end. Um, but there are some men that are out there. Back, well, I put it like this: back in the day, it was always known that the mothers would be the ones to take care of the children and sometimes the fathers would be at work or the father would be out of the children or out of family's life. But now there are times where it's not just the single women that are raising the children, it's the single men that are raising the children. There are men that are out there that are really doing dual roles. And they're doing it with little or no assistance of the mother. So we want to acknowledge and appreciate those men. And I'm telling you, I know society, sometimes even this music, sometimes even in social media, they will say, well, ain't no more good men. All the good men are dead or married or whatever. No, there are some great quality men that are out there. But the main thing of it is, to be honest with you, sometimes some of these men, I'll tell you, Excuse me. Sometimes our perception of what the identity of a man is is totally off. Sometimes when you get a man that want to be transparent, if you get a man that just share his heart, oh, he's weak. Oh, he less than a man. Or men not supposed to cry. Nope, 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 nope. Matter of fact, God has given all of us emotions. And the thing is, sometimes with men, sometimes we have had so much suppressed in us, and sometimes we haven't let it out, and then all of a sudden what happened, we function without knowing how to have that outlet. So God wants us to be able to help us to understand what the identity of a real man is and what the identity of a real man ain't. So it's very important for us to be able to seek God in order for us to get the identification of a man and also what the qualities of a man are. So it's very important. Let me do this. So it's very important for us to understand that there are real men that are out there. There are men that are committed, that are committed to their families. There are men that are out there that are not sleeping around. There are some great quality men. There are men that are love the Lord and that are faithful. Also, what we want to do, we want to make sure to let them know that they are appreciated. One of the things I always believe in acknowledging, men, first of all, I say like ladies. Ladies want what? The L word, love. And if ladies want the L word, you know what men want? 
men want respect. And see, when ladies receive that love, it gives them a sense of security. Well, when men get that respect, that's their security blanket. So understanding that with men, men are so important. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to say this. I, I have to give that example because I thought about this uh, this week. You know, fathers are so important. Fathers are superheroes in the eyes of children. And the children don't have to be small kids. You know, uh, when I was a child, I did this one of the few times I got a whooping from my dad. Um, if my dad had whooped me, he whooped me because I deserve it or he thought I deserved it. And um, which wasn't a hand, you know, it was just a handful of times. And I remember just about each and every one of them. But I remember one time <clears throat> my dad had his welding equipment in the backyard and he said, make sure that my little brother, my little brother's Walter, make sure that he doesn't go outside. <clears throat> make sure he doesn't go outside because the welding equipment is out there, and he don't want my he don't want my brother to get electrocuted. Well, one Saturday, I figured, you know what? How about if I call Daddy to tell him that Walter went outside and fell and busted his lip. He went out in the backyard and busted his lip, tripping over that stuff. So what I did, I paid my little brother Walter to cry in the background, and I called Daddy at work and told him that Walter ended up going to the backyard and busting his lip. And so just a few, my daddy may have worked maybe about 15 minutes away. My daddy made it home in a, a few minutes. He realized that my little brother wasn't crying. And so he said, why did you tell me that Walter busted his lip? And I told him, well, I wanted you to come home so I can borrow $10 from you. Well, because I lied, my daddy whooped me. And after my daddy whooped me, he gave me the $10. But I lied to him not once, but I lied to him twice. Because I lied to him, the first lie was, I told him that a little brother went in the backyard and bust his lip, which was not true. But the second lie was I called him to tell him I wanted him to come home because I wanted him to give me $10, which was a lie. I went on and I told him that I wanted him to give me $10 because if I told him the real reason why that I wanted him to come home, it wouldn't have been good enough. The real reason why I wanted him to come home was not because of the $10. The real reason why I wanted him to come home because I wanted to be with him. I wanted him home. And so he gave me the $10 anyway after he whooped me. He whooped me for lying, and he stayed at home. And years later, might have been about, uh, maybe about three years, three years ago, I reminded him of that story. He laughed. And when I went in my pocket, I gave him some money. And it was not only the $10, but it was $10 plus interest. I forgot how much I gave to him. But it was 
$20 or more, I'll just say it like that. That's all I can remember. But the key thing of it is it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter how much money that we try to obtain. Kids want daddy. Kids want daddy present. And ever since then, that really stood into my head because now, not only thank God that my father's still here, and now me being a father myself, I think about how I am and how I was as a son, as a child. And I thank God for my relationship with my son. You know, he's at the point now where we, we talk. And when we have a conversation, he listens. And, hey, those that know me, I have, if I'm preaching, if I'm ministering or whatever, I'm going to talk just like I'm talking now. And I thank God that my son hears me. And most, one of the things I find so important, don't get me wrong, I love ministering to people or whatever. But the key thing I always thought about was, no matter who I minister to out there, I want God to orchestrate my mouth, my tone, my verbiage for me to minister to my son right here. And I found that the most important way to minister to my son is not only what I say, but what I do. How am I living in front of my son? Because your children... Your children know who their parents are. I don't care who you are to the world. What counts is who you are to your family, to your children, those that know you, those that love you. We ain't talking about those. We all got some family members who ain't right. We got some family members that need some healing. We got some family members that need some deliverance. We ain't talking about them, but even with them, how we treat them, that says a lot. And so with this day being the 19th, God has put so much favor upon men, upon fathers. And I think one of the greatest rewards that a man can have is being called daddy. But daddy takes a responsibility. Being a dad is more than just impregnating a young lady because our responsibility is not just towards our wife, our children, but also, I'm going to say it like this, it's even to our baby mama. You know, I know, and I can speak from experience because of what I've seen in the jail. I've seen so many different scenarios. I've seen men that have did some hard times because of their behavior or because of them, their anger, their anger issues, and sometimes who they deal with. Sometimes they have gotten so jealous because that baby mother had now moved on, moved on with her life, and she has another man, and now their father don't know how to handle their baby mother now having another man exposed to that man's child. And so it's so many men, it's so many things that we as men deal with. And we have to be real and upfront with what we are dealing with. We can't hide behind a mask anymore. 
we have to be open and transparent with right here, what's going on here and here. And so with that, it's okay to get the help that you need. But first, you have to admit that you need help. And you know what? We all need help. We all need somebody to talk to. And so it's so important for us to be able to just even acknowledge that and just just be real with ourselves to say, you know what? Yeah, I need this. I need some help. I need some help. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Miss Moore, thank you so much. Dr. Butler, I appreciate you. You know, matter of fact, Dr. Butler, man, I, I appreciate you. He helped me even um, even before I became a father. He's one of the men that happy Father's Day to you too. So many men don't. So many men that I have in my life that really has been an example of what a real man is. And so sometimes, matter of fact, and I'll be the first one to say it. You know, we as fathers, we have to be open and real and transparent with our family, with our children, in front of our children. I was in a situation, this was actually October of 2018, and I was at a, I was at the church service, and um, the minister that was preaching, he ended up acknowledging me at the end. He acknowledged me. I, I said some things and I was doing some things. Excuse me, I was doing some things uh, in the beginning of service. I was at a visiting church and I was doing some things in the um, uh, beginning of service. And I was actually with the pastor who's no longer with us. I was with the pastor of this visiting church. And they were getting ready to start service. And I felt the need to, well, I want to hold you. I'm going to go ahead and go on in so y'all get started. She said, no, no, no. I want to talk to you. And so we just talked. And this was a young lady I've seen throughout my years. I had so much reverence for her, high regard for her. And so that meant so much to me. And even in the important parts of my life, when I did my first sermon, when I, uh, when I had gotten married, when my son was born, she, her and her husband were there. And so when it came down to uh, vis- visitors having uh, some words, I spoke on behalf of my pastor, and I wanted to just talk about that moment that meant so much to me. And um, at the end, the, the uh, guest minister that spoke acknowledged me and said some things that got me right here. And that week was a bad week I was dealing with. I was dealing with a whole lot, some personal stuff. And all of a sudden, I was dealing with so much. And when that, he's a bishop, said those words to me. Tears was chasing each other out of my eyes. And my son was sitting beside me, and he began to wipe my eyes. And he told me, this is the first time he saw me cry. This is the first time he saw me shed some tears. And at the time, he was 13, 14, excuse me, 13, 13, 2018, he was 13. That was his first time seeing me cry. And then six months later, he saw me cry again <laughs> um, when I when I lost my sister. Um, I uh, I took him out to eat, 
and um, we went to Cockpatch, and I really wouldn't, I really wouldn't feel like eating. I tried to make myself, yeah, I just couldn't do it. And the lady named uh, the waitress named Sisterly, Sisterly, um, you know, she asked what was wrong with our sick, and I told her what happened, and she said, "Oh, she said." I'm going to pray for you. Myself and my family going to pray for you. And she came and she just put her hand on my shoulder and I just lost it, you know. And and I said all that to say this. It's okay for our children to see us cry. But the key thing is we're not crying out of hopelessness. Sometimes the shedding of the tears can be a release. But also, it could be even just being able to allow our children to see us worship God. That's a beautiful thing. And so, as we get ready to um, wrap it up, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can do something real quick. Uh, y'all, pardon me one second. Let me see if I can let me see if I can do something right quick. Um, Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, do you got a second? Okay. Okay. Well, look, I'm not going to hold you. I do have to tell you this. I know this is a surprise. Um, matter of fact, let's see. Okay. I know this is a surprise, but I want you to bear with me. I'm on my podcast live right now. Uh-huh. And it was on my heart to call you while I was on the air because I want to publicly tell you that this show is actually about Father's Day. And I wanted to get a real father that was on the air that I've known, that I've seen, not just be a father, but you were a single father. Thank God that you married the love of your life right now. But I'm talking about the young man that was a single father that I've seen personally raise two beautiful, not just children, but two beautiful small prayer warriors. And and um, this young man, from the time we went to school together and everything, and just being able to both at one point being single, and I had uh, Dylan, and uh, you had your two kids, a boy and a girl, and I would go by there because I wanted first, I wanted my son to be around safe kids, but also I appreciate the spirit of God that you had. And every time we would leave, get ready to leave, we always came together and prayed. Your family and my family came together and prayed. Yeah. And so with all that, this morning when I got up and I saw your pictures and you and you know you had the tribute with your family and everything, I said I don't care what I gotta do, I gotta get you on the air not just to let people know publicly that there are real men and there's been real men, single men that were out there that have taught, that have struggled and did it on their own with the help of God, but also I wanted to give you a public, a public acknowledgement to say thank you for being an example. If nobody else, an example to this kid right here, you helped me. You helped me to be 
the father that I am by your example, and you always have said, no matter what, be a worshiper at all times. And, and so I know I know this was impromptu, but I had to get you on here to publicly say thank you. <laughs> I want to say I, I really appreciate it, Charles. I really do, Pastor Charles. And uh, uh, we both seen each other go through a lot. And I want to say happy Father's Day to you because I've seen you go through what you've been through, and I've seen you stand fast with your with your son. And even with the things you went through, and uh, I've seen you more so um, be there more for your son in a way to where, like, you know, some families they they have the you know the court agreement, and I saw you go through court and actually go further than what the average man goes through as far as visitation time and all that kind of stuff. You actually see your son much more than the average man that just has regular visitation and I've always thought that to be awesome and I think through those years we both kind of iron kind of sharp and iron and um, it just made us both uh, dig deeper into our faith into our fatherhood and kind of you know I think it was kind of like a, a showing accountability toward one another it's like I was a, a, a your accountability partner you were mine and at the same time, loving our children the way that we do. I mean, any any man who truly loves his children, he's going to be there for his children. He, he's going to fight for his children. And he's going to be there for his children. And I just want to say thank you for being there through all that I went through. And uh, as I was raising my children through all the years. And as I watched you raise Dylan in those times. And we appreciate we. And we remember those times. We still think about some of those times when y'all used to come over, or we get together and go to Brahms and and all those and all those types of uh, events we used to do together. But I really want to say I appreciate it. Thank you for you know even seeing me in that light. You know, seeing me in that light. And I and I hope that this Father's Day was a blessed Father's Day for many fathers out there. And I know that there are some fathers out there that's going through some things right now. And I just want to say to them, uh, be encouraged. Don't give up. God is with you. Right, and you continue to be a worshiper, a worshiper of God. God will always work things out. So I just want to say thank you for this opportunity, and thank you for uh, seeing me in the light as a father that you do. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Well, it's it's definitely my honor, and I'm not going to hold you. But uh, I appreciate it. Y'all be safe, and y'all enjoy this Father's Day. And I'm going to say it like my Uncle Red would say, and make sure you kiss your bride, and I know it won't be hard. Good, good, good. So please tell her I said hello, and tell her thank you also. Okay. Very good. Thank you, Charles. All right. All right. Y'all be safe now. All right. Bye-bye. All right. To do that, this that young man, um, his name is Derek Richardson. You know those that know him from David W. Carter, class of '89, great young man, and also even, um, even with his his within his ministry, um, Swift Witness. 
you know, but he, he says something before we get rid of them, you know, he says something that I really have to uh emphasize to the fathers, to the fathers. You know, you may be splitting from your children's mother, but the key thing you have to do, you have to know what your rights are. You know, so many of us as men, and I've dealt with it even after my situation, so many men, they like to be told what their benefits are. But you need to study what your benefits are. You know, matter of fact, I had, there was one guy, um, there was an attorney, Diana, um, uh, you know, just want to get some advice. And I'll never forget, I ran into this guy, I asked him if he was an attorney, he said yes. And I began to ask him some questions because i I never been in this kind of situation as far as a divorce or um, child custody, uh, what's that, uh, child custody, visitation rights, and all that stuff. And uh, I asked him a question, and he said, how old is your son? And at the time, my son was three. He said, um, oh, excuse me, four. I said, he's four. He said, ah, let him be with his mother. I'm like, wait a minute. That's my son. I want to have some time with my son, you know? And so what I found out, I found out that, you know, the visitation rights are totally different than child custody. You know, so many times us as men, we just get stuff, we get the crumbs by default because we refuse to study the benefits of the pie. Understand, it is our responsibility to do our due diligence became pertaining to studying, studying what our rights and benefits are. And so with that, I thank God that God blessed me. Matter of fact, um, I, I just gonna say it, um, and you know, I, I thank God even for you know me being uh, in a position of being a single father. You know, um, I've been a single father since uh, twenty, two thousand twenty. Excuse me, two thousand ten. I'm sorry, two thousand ten. Um, so with all with all of that, you know, I just thank God for the opportunity for me to be able to have my son in my life. As a matter of fact. He texted me this morning, um, you know, another Father's Day, I don't have my son. Not not because of, you know, you know his mother, nothing, nothing like that. You know, she did a great job with him, but because of COVID. It ain't her fault. It's COVID's fault. But I didn't, I wasn't able to have my son on Father's Day of 2020 and – 2021 last year I was able to and then now this year I told him look here if it's every other year I told him for 2023 or excuse me 2024 I told him I'm hiding until Father's Day so that way I can have him but he said something let me see if I can find it um yeah yeah I think it's right here he's not real big on words he don't say a whole lot he don't say a whole lot uh on text but when we get in person or sometimes we'll be on the phone, you know, I totally understand because he and I are so much alike. <laughs> but um, he said this, and this meant the world for all of your help, advice, and wisdom. And to me, that meant everything. One of the things I always told him, I have many people that call me different things. Even by not just by names but by titles, I'm a I'm a friend to many, 
I'm a brother to many. I'm a, 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 a brother spiritually or biologically. I'm a friend to many. But even in all of those titles and hats and minister to others, in all those titles and hats that I have that God has given me, only he, the right and the privilege to call me daddy. And I told him, even me being brother prayer to so, to so many other people, no matter if I'm brother prayer to other people or whatever, because he's the only one that could call me daddy, every benefit that goes to somebody that call me brother prayer, that call me friend, they call me uncle, they call me brother, they call me anything. Every privilege he has first place in. And also he has the exclusive right to call me daddy. And so I take that very, very secret very uh uh secretive and very uh very much to heart. I'm trying to say sacred. I take that sacred. That's a sacred thing for me. And for me, the most importantly now, being a position guard, he's 16 now. He's 16, and his mom and I got a divorce when he was four years old. So it's been 12 years. But one thing about it, I told him, I told him, I'm going to be dad in his life. More than just on paper, more than just child support. That don't mean anything when you're absent. And so with that, I just thank God that God has blessed me to be able to have dad, have myself as dad in his life. And so with that being said, I, I thank God. I hope and pray that there are some things that the devil may try to get you, but don't let it steal it from you. Don't let it steal your joy, your peace, your happiness. So as we get ready to pray, no matter what you're dealing with, there's nothing too hard for God. We got to give everything to God. I don't care if it's your baby or mama. I don't care if even if it's you. There are so many guys that are dealing with court court things. There are some guys that have been dealing with some things that it seems like it's so unbearable. Give it to God. There's nothing too hard for God. Romans 10 and 9 tells us, first of all, the Bible tells us, cast all of our cares upon him for he cares for us. Yeah, he cares about your situation. That, tom- that turmoil that you're dealing with, your baby mama, Give that to him. Don't think, oh, he don't care about it. He cares about it. He cares about it. He cares, he cares about every aspect pertaining to your life. So give it to him. Give it to him and leave it there. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you right now. We thank you, Lord, for your awesomeness. We come to you right now, God. We acknowledge your presence on today. We come to you right now, God. God, we acknowledge your presence. God, we ask you to help us in every area of our lives right now in the name of Jesus. Help us, God, to cast all of our cares upon you because you care for us affectionately. And, Lord, we ask you all right now, God, help the fathers who are dealing with things, God, who may be struggling, God, who may be dealing with problems, if it's a, a baby mama issue or even a financial issue, even if it's some own, their, their own individual problems they may be dealing with. There may be some hang-ups. There may be some, some disappointments that they, they may not have been healed from. So, God, we're speaking, God, for a specific healing right now in their hearts and minds right now, God. God, there are those who may be holding on to grudges, God. There may be some things that they may be holding on because of their childhood. 
So, God, we speak, God, that you help them to release everything to you right now in the name of Jesus. And we bind everything the devil stand for. We counsel the devil's assignment right now in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we thank you, Lord, even for the fathers who are no longer with us, God. Help us, God. Help us, God, to be confident. Even when we think about the memories, God, even when we when we feel the void, God, we speaking, God, that you be that 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 fill that fulfillment right now, God. Comfort them, God. Be with them right now, God. Comfort the bereaved family right now, God. In the name of Jesus, God, we speaking right now, God, that you know every need, God. We speaking, God, that you meet every need according to your riches and glory right now in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord, for the testimony coming from this, God. We thank you, Lord, for the encouragement right now, God. We thought we thank you, Lord, for raising our bow down heads right now. Lord, we even thank you, Lord, for my healing, God. Thank you, Lord, for my healing, God. Thank you, Lord, for healing and uh, uh, cleansing my lungs right now, God, my bronchial tubes right now, God, in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord, for everything you've done, everything you're going to do. In Jesus' name we pray. We say amen, amen, amen. I want to thank each and every one who tuned in. Uh, if you want to catch me on Facebook, you can catch me on Facebook. Or you can see my um, daily devotions and also my uh, videos. Also, you can go to my website at brotherprater.com. You will see my daily devotion, the videos. Also, you can go to the store section of my book, excuse me, store section of my website where you can purchase my book, A Few Good Men, A Path to God of Fatherhood. Excuse me. This has been a great stock of stuff for Father's Day. Matter of fact, it ain't too late. You can still get some. Uh, This book is uh, to speak to the fathers and the men to let them know what their responsibilities are. And also, um, even just talk to the lady to, you know, be able to identify the quality of the potential future husband and our quality of the present or future uh, children pertaining to, you know, just being honest. You're dating, you're a single mother. You don't want just anybody around your children. So for you to be able to understand the qualities of the potential to present or future children. Also, you can purchase my book, The Girl Who Was Her Brother's Keeper. Love Beyond Life. This is a story about my sister uh, who was tragically killed um, during domestic violence. So I thank each and every one of of y'all who tuned in. And thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to Reconnect My Heart podcast. God bless you and good night.